Howdy and welcome to the Bonanza Boys. It's your host and commissioner's manager, Steele. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, manager, Matt. It's the final recap of the regular season. How you doing? Steele, doing great. We had, uh, it really came down to the wire for that final playoff spot. Um, And we had some great rivalry week matchups. So looking forward to uh, taking a closer look at all of those. Yeah, it was uh, a very thrilling end to the season. Uh, as a commissioner, I love it, seeing seeing the intensity, not only just uh, for that final spot, but for the bye as well. So very exciting. It certainly was. And so we'll get right into the first matchup here. Uh, and this was between yours truly, Nelly Spaghetti, and that Steel versus Stammer Time and Manager Ryan in the championship bowl. And you made it through. Made it into the playoffs by the skin of your teeth with an 8-4 win over Ryan. Um, And we've talked about Ryan kind of throwing in the towel the last few weeks, but he came out for this one. He was was making moves. He was trying to win um, for the the jersey bet that you two have on the line. But uh, you won that. You're 2-0 on the season versus Ryan. Uh, Ryan having a down year by his standards. I'm sure he'll be um, looking forward to next season. Uh, it was very close, though. Like I said, save percentage was won by 0. 0.001. Uh, and then the next closest category was plus minus by four and hits by seven. So um, it was, sorry, goals by three as well. Um, and yeah, it was a very close matchup, but uh, I'm sure you're happy to come out on top. Quick, uh, Steel was ninth in the prize banana at three, seven, and one. And Ryan was 10th at two, seven, and two. So you just did, you pulled the something out of the Matt Kermis book of doing just (laughs) what you need to do (laughs) and no more. You don't want to waste the effort. It was, it was nice to be on the other side of, uh, of that, having a a down squeaker managing to get the win. Yeah. So looking at Ryan's, uh, good players. Uh, Kevin Hayes. I remember I read like a, a little Reddit thread about him uh, like two weeks ago, and a guy was like, "Oh, I think he'll put up pretty good numbers." And everyone was like, oh, "What a reach! Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> and Hayes, <laughs> Hayes has done well uh, this week. He put up another five assists, nine shots, thirty-two face-off wins. So he's enjoying that. Uh, I, I don't know if he's the true number one center there, but he's he's got a jump in ice time, so that's been great. And uh, keeper Steven Stamkos uh, with four points, 60 shots, two power play points, and 40 face-off wins. So he's heading into good form for manager Ryan next year. And so is Pasternak. Um, He's come on fire as of late. Four more goals, one assist, uh, plus three, 13 shots, four hits. And Mitch Marner, uh, one goal, five assists, plus three with three power play points and 10 shots and three hits and three blocks. So three is all around there. Uh, he's been having a good week so far. And then in net, uh, Logan Thompson proved to be quite the pickup. Four games started, two wins, a 276 goals against, and a 916 save. And uh, Morazic, who's now injured, but he got him two wins and two starts, led in two goals each time with a 931 save. Yeah, Logan Thompson's just come, you know, he was on the bench and then he just got thrown into the fire. He's played Vegas's. La, or he's played in Vegas's last like nine games, I think. So great pickup for Ryan. I always seem to misjudge which goalie is going to be <laughs> helpful off of the wire. But we'll look at your team. Uh, strong performers. Leon Dreisaitl continu- continues his um, his chase for the rocket. Him and Matthews are going to, it seems like they're going to go down to the wire. Hopefully mm-hmm. that would be, be fun for the league. 
but uh, four games played, he had six goals, two assists. He was minus four, four power play points, 13 shots, 59 faceoff wins, five hits, and three blocks. What a stat line overall. <laughs> Jesper Bratt as well, four games played, and he was one goal, four assists, uh, two power play points, and 18 shots. And Roman Yossi, week in, week out. We always talk about Roman Yossi, four games played, one goal, five assists, plus one, two power play points, 15 shots, three hits, and 10 blocks. He he cannot be stopped. He's up into the top five. Yeah, it's uh, unfortunate his point streak got snapped in his last game, and he just has the two this week. But uh, on the other side for manager Ryan, uh, I think we talked about how Barry was having a great week uh, or a great kind of resurgence, but he was pointless, minus three with eight shots and three blocks. And uh, Gosh Spear uh, with the one assist, but minus three, which... Uh, Certainly hurt Ryan here. Uh, that, as that assist came on the power play with three shots and three blocks. And uh, we talked about him being dropped or should have been dropped. And Monaghan did get the drop, but not before he put up a minus two for uh, his, his owner on the way out the door. Yeah, and you have to think that he's going to get traded this summer. I, I think we talked about that last time. But um, weak performers on your team, uh, Patrick Laine, three games played, just one assist, eight shots and one hit. So not a whole lot there. Uh, and then digging a little bit deeper, we'll talk about Dyson Mayo. I don't know <laughs> if that's how you pronounce his name. I know, I know you you must have picked him up for blocks and hits. Uh, it looks like blocks, yeah. but um, he he went minus three and almost uh, you know that was that was a close category for you and with only three shots, three hits, and six blocks. So um, still got the win, but not the greatest performance and. I went with Nate Schmidt as well, who is now out with COVID, but he did play, I think he played three games for you. He put, might've played four. Um, yeah. If, I think if he, he, if had, he played I the Sunday. I can't remember if I dropped him before the fourth. I might've dropped him. Cause I was like, he, he did fuck. Yeah. I think I dropped him after the 27th, whenever that was. After the 27th. Like, so that was his last game. He it. was yeah. four games played, no points, minus two, one shot and two hits. Cause I was looking yeah. at, I was like, man, he must've, you must've only started him for one or for like two games or something. But no, that was a whole, um, no, that okay. That was a three-game span because he had yeah he had two hits and two blocks on the twenty-second. But anyways, all that to say, he wasn't very helpful for you this week. No, no, I was uh, I was like, oh, can I really drop him when he's got like two games left in the weekend? And I was like, you know, he's not even worth it if he doesn't do anything. But uh, MVP, who'd you go here? Uh, I went Drysital. The six goals, the four power play yeah. points, it was all pretty compelling. Yeah, have you heard of the the Drysital hat trick? I have not. It's a, a goal, assist, and a minus. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, uh, which I thought was funny. And he, he got a, a hat trick and a dry side hat trick in the one night. It's there. crazy that he got a goal. Wow. He got three goals, one assist, and went minus four in the same game. That is yeah. like just well. I mean, thank God he got me the four power play points. That was large, but uh, and man, he's he's not you know not to toot his horn too much, but he's turned into a face off monster this season too. Um, yeah, I think he was he was good last season, but not this is not, like not like this prime yeah, this Bergeron like, O'Reilly type of faceoff it's numbers, wild. like it's great. fifteen a game probably at least. And he's still got that left winger eligibility. All right, um, so we'll hop into our next one. Twelve seasons of drought is the title for this Sunday thriller in the succulent bowl. Uh, late surging Neil with back spasms taking on the spoiler Danny with Team Gritty. 
Uh, Neil needed a win here to make playoffs as he had the tiebreak over me. And that was looking like uh, what was going to happen until the final few hours of Sunday evening, uh, where Danny did just enough to tie it up and prevent his rival from making the playoffs. Um, this was a thriller. Yeah, I think er, midday Sunday, I was I finally realized I had the tiebreak rules wrong. I was like, fuck, Neil's going to make it. And uh, sent out all these messages about it. But uh, Danny proved me wrong. And uh, yeah, what a matchup there. Uh, Neil was seventh in prize banana with a four, five, and two record, while Danny was 11th with a one, nine, and one week. Um, oh so he, he gave it his all uh, to manage to get the, the tie against Neil. Um, Neil continues to lead this uh, career long matchup with a seven, four, and three record. That is great. When I said you made it to the playoffs by the skin of your teeth, I oh. wasn't aware how thin of yeah. a layer of skin that was. <laughs> I like because I'm just looking and uh, assist Danny, and power play points one assist, were one by one. Yeah, yeah, uh, and hits was one by four. By one. Yeah, it was absolutely and he, wild. And he got Danny got ten hits to Neil's eight on um, on Sunday. He got. Yeah. He just got better production. He got five assists to Neil's two, so that was flipped there. Power play points, he got so two to Neil's one. Two to zero. So, oh, yeah, to the one. Man, <laughs> was I, I wasn't paying as close attention to this one as you probably were heading into Sunday, yeah. but that is super close. Um, and like Neil anyways, went by three, but yeah, I, we did. I did yeah, it. incredibly close. And then that shows you just how um, specific your score has to be to beat a single person when, uh, you know, they tied and uh, Neil was much higher in the power rankings. Or, well, he was seventh and Danny was 11th, yeah. so a bit of a gap there. Anyways, for Neil's team, we'll look at the strong players. And Andrew Kopp had a really good week. Um, Stevenson, Miko Rantanen, and Nico Heischer, each of them had five points. So those were the those were strong performers for Neil. Um, and Sorokin and Swayman continue or continued to play well. Um, they combined for two two games started, two wins, a 2.0 goals against, and a 9.39 save percentage. Although Sorokin has since uh, been injured and is now day-to-day. Yeah, it's Not a good thing Not that Neil is caring about it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's a good thing I dropped Varlamov. That's what I mean. Yeah. I have a, I'm lacking a sense <laughs> when it comes to goalies. Um, good players on manager Danny. I think we talked about him uh, potentially have been, maybe should have been traded. Mark Shifley, uh, three goals, four assists, plus three, one on the power play, eight shots and 36 face-off wins. Uh, Jonathan Huberto had uh, just the four assists <laughs> with six shots and three hits. And Kyle Connor, who is unfortunately out with COVID now, uh, but uh, continued his absolute torrid pace here. Two goals, three assists, uh, one on the power play with 11 shots. Yeah, that's who I had for the very strong performers. Yeah, Kyle Connor's really kind of come to another level this year. He's been incredible for the Jets. Um, and looking at... Neil's weak players, Oliver Bjorkstrand, uh, coupled with line A from last matchup, yeah. three games played, only one goal, minus five, uh, one power play point, six shots, and two hits. Andre Palat, I feel like I've talked about him every week for the last month at least. Four games played for him on Tampa, just one assist, uh, seven shots, and five hits. So he was he was a top a top 50 player probably the last couple of years he'd been playing he played pretty consistently with in with tampa but uh really has seemed to fallen off a cliff this year and then uh, radulov and goligoski as well um goligoski with no points and 
if I can find Radulov. He had just, just had one assist and minus one, so not the strongest performances for those individuals. No siree. And on uh, Danny's poor side, we'll start off in net with uh, Nijelkovic and Ottinger uh, combining for five-game start with two wins, but a 406 goals against and an 872 save. Uh, Detroit, in particular, got absolutely lit up on Sunday by Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, the 11 um, goals. Oh, boy. Yeah, the 11 goals. And uh, But that's kind of it uh, for the guys. I mean, you can maybe include Matt Grizzlick, but uh, I think everybody kind of did their job on Danny's team. And MVP, who'd you go with here? I went with somebody I didn't mention, and I treated this as a win for Danny, so I was really kind of just looking at his team. <laughs> so was I. Uh, so I went with Mr. Joel Erickson Eck here. Uh, he got the two assists, which... Uh, Danny won by one, two power play points, which Danny won by one, and 13 hits, which Danny won by four. So I thought those were all very important there, along with uh, 12 shots as well. And that's why I also went with Mr. Joel Erickson. <laughs> that's, uh, you know we're in tune with the league and the teams when we're picking uh, the same slightly underdog MVPs, but fully agree. those are That's exactly why I picked him. Or just two so, peas in a pod. Just two peas in a pod. And so for the next matchup, we'll go to the Waxbusters Bowl between manager uh, Brendan and DJ Zabanajad versus uh, manager Matt T and Stash Poppy. <laughs> and this was Matt T with a very close victory in a battle of the league juggernauts, it seems. They're um, both one, if not both of them, are always at the top of the prize banana rankings or, you know, they're in there about. Um, and yeah, Matt T tied game started and wins and took the lead in goals against and save percentage on Sunday with uh, huge games from Tristan Yari and Connor Hallibuck to help secure the win. It was a six, four win. So it was close. They tied game started and wins and yeah. So the wax busters bowl is now seven, six and three in favor of Brendan and wait, what was their season series at? Yeah, uh, their season, they split it one and one, I believe. Okay, Brendan so one and three, and, and Matt won this one. Did they have anything on the line? Um, we were at the Flames game on Tuesday, Brendan and I, and he said they were they were talking about uh, doing a golf round bet, and uh, manager Matt Matt Pappy was uh, going back and forth on it. So we'll see what, what they come up with in the case of a tie. I imagine it might just be a wash. Yeah, I think, I and I feel like you kind of, me and Michael have done the same thing where it's like we kind of talk like three quarters of the way through the season and be like, what are we doing? It's like it kind of <laughs> needs to be, kind of needs to be, you know, in uh, yeah, in writing at the beginning early. of the year. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, uh, Matt T was number one in the prize banana here. So the prize bananager 11-0-0. And just like we said, Brendan was number two at 9-1-1. So um, no playoff implications for him losing this matchup, but um uh, it was a it was a battle of titans it seems yeah he did i'll mention this brendan manager brendan did lose out on league history of having the best regular season save percentage so uh if he had gotten the win he would have had it but that was not the case and i believe manager ryan from our uh oh my what's the word i'm looking for very first season inaugural um, inaugural that's the word inaugural season i uh, managed to put that up with uh oh she's 11 but uh, well, I'll look at throwback. Yeah, oh, she's throwback, eleven. Indeed, I'll for, I'll look at our prize bananagers team here. Uh, as expected, a lot of strong players. 
as he put up a total of 59 points and seven of those coming from Kadri with three goals, four assists, four power play points, 19 shots, 32 faceoff wins. Uh, McKinnon is back now. I don't know. I think he was just out the one game this week, so never mind. Uh, coming up next, we got Marcheseau with uh, five assists, three power play points, 20 shots on goal. Uh, so he's humming along. Matthews keeps humming along as well with two more goals and two assists. Uh, but Brian Rust had a big bounce back here. I think he did. Well, when I, either Rust or Gensel had a bad week two weeks ago, but uh, two goals, five assists, three power play points, 13 shots. So good to see. And uh, the list keeps going. So buckle up. Uh, Wheeler with five more assists, nine shots on goal, two power play points. Uh, Forsberg with four goals, three assists. He was a minus four, but four power play points and 13 shots on goal. And uh, then Annette Hellebuck, three games started, two wins, a 165 and a 951. Yeah, that's uh, quite the laundry list of good performances. <laughs> I guess we shouldn't expect anything else from the prized bananager. But uh, Brendan's team, he had a couple of really strong guys as well. Um, if I had gone in, if I had known the level of detail you were going into, I might have, <laughs> I might have matched. But, well, it's just like, uh, but, I mean, but uh, no, there's yeah, so many yeah, with a lot of people more, with five. I had to, yeah. For sure, yeah. And so Brendan um, was a bit more top-heavy than that. Uh, Malkin had, in three games played, five goals, two assists. He was plus two, four power play points, nine shots, 12 face-off wins, and two blocks. And Johnny Gaudreau um, just continues to impress. In three games played, he had two goals, eight assists, plus five, two power play points, eight shots, and a hit. And it's probably the first time I won't mention... Gaudreau and Lindholm hand in hand in the strong performers. Lindholm was good, but not as good as uh, Mika Zabanejad, who had the one goal and four assists, plus four, uh, 10 shots, 22 faceoff wins, three hits and a block. And yeah, so Granlund, Lindholm, Ben, and Hints um, all had four points as well under those guys who just uh, were just a little bit better this week. Yeah, Goudreau with, uh, I think he had the five assists, I want to say, against yeah. the Oilers. Or was, and, yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah, what an absolute barn burner that was. Blast to watch. Uh, weak players for manager T, Matt Poppy. I just had the one uh, in net. Miko Koskinen putting up uh, an 1195 goals against and a 583 save percentage. Because uh, I'm pretty sure he started off very strong, not Koskinen, but uh, manager Matt T and the goalie cats. Brennan was a little disheartened. So the fact that it was even uh, close was a testament to how poor Koskinen was. Yeah, that's uh, whenever you get an 1195 and a 580, a 583 <laughs> save percentage, that is pretty tough. Um, weak players for Brendan. Again, I found it a little bit difficult to uh, harp on anyone, but Sam Bennett, big uh, trade acquisition. Three games played, just one assist, five shots, 13 face-off wins, and three hits. And Mackenzie Wegar as well. Not often you talk about two members of the Florida Panthers who have been so good all year, but he had no points, minus two. He did have eight shots, nine hits, and six blocks, but um, you're hoping for – well, he hasn't he hasn't had a point in like 13 games, so um, he's uh, he's on a bit of a cold spell right now. Indeed, indeed. Uh, MVP, I went, uh, well, who'd you go with? I went with Hellebuck and yeah. partially. I ended up going and him and you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. Just, just I mean, because it was... the, the goals and assists were close. But yeah, I mean, Hellebuck, very, very worthy as well. 
Yeah, it was a, it was a, a good matchup. It was. It was indeed. And, uh, you know, two different philosophies there too with manager Matt T preferring to uh, hold on to all his draft picks while manager Brendan's going for it. So uh, we'll see which one pays off in playoff time. Uh, will lead us to our next one, which is the Coastal Buds Bowl. And this season, manager Mitch's Harafi rocket ship had the fuel powered him to an 11-1 win over fellow astronaut manager Jeff with Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, the, the, these are the the blast off boys. Um, for those that don't know, whenever we're playing video games or or whatever, they'll will, you know if there's a pause, they'll be like counting down their bong rips, and uh, blast off is the is the blast you know so they can synchronize it. We're all about great. unison and um, unity. That's the word I'm looking for. Well, I guess it was unison as well. Anyways, uh, another kind of dominant performance from manager Mitch. There were some close categories. And he did lack his usual strong goalie against average goals against average and save percentage. Uh, he has now leading the season series with their all-time record at three and one, uh, as he swept this one two and zero. Oh. Uh, Prize banana he came in at second. Manager Mitch did at seven two and two, and Jeff was at the very end, number twelve with zero eleven and zero. Yeah, I think Jeff is, uh, he got his Matthew Kachuk and he's looking to next season. (laughs) Yes, speaking of Speaking of Matthew Kachuk, uh, one of his two strong players, (laughs) three games played, three goals, five assists, plus five, two power play points, 12 shots and four hits. Brady, if you're you're listening, I just need half (laughs) of what your brother's doing (laughs) in terms of offensive output. But um, Travis Konechny as well, uh, he had a good week. And he has two goals, three assists, only five shots and four hits. So um, probably, uh, well, he's had a decent week, um, decent point production the last couple of weeks, but um, not one of his top players. No. Um, And for, we talked about some trade acquisitions. We'll talk about it again here. Anze Kopitar, uh, who had kind of been struggling for manager Mitch, has uh, come alive here with a goal, four assists. Plus three, two power play points, and 31 face-off wins. Uh, Timo Meyer, another four goals, two assists, plus four, with one power play point and 13 shots and six hits, I guess, which is nice. I'm curious to see how high he will go next year. Yeah, me too. You like? He's been a beast this year. Yeah, and like, because he, he was he was on fire at the start. He like was. The first half of the season, then he kind of dropped off, but now he's come back. He was like top twenty earlier in the season. Yeah, he was. He was. It was wild. He was Maybe even top ten. He was. He was a beast. Um, Kale McCarr had another four points with two power play points, sixteen shots, and ten blocks. So always good to keep seeing those peripherals coming. And Faraby, who was dropped, but not before he put up five points with fourteen shots, twelve faceoff wins, and five hits. And uh, in net, Mister, you know, the goalie you would probably expect to talk about the least on Manager Mitch's team. Uh, Reimer with uh, two goals, or sorry, two games started, two wins. Uh, he let in uh, two games started, two wins, two goals against, and a 932 save percentage. Yep, and weak players for manager Jeff um, was everyone else, goalies <laughs> included. Um, yes, Manta, Taze, Aho, Zegris, Atkinson, and Braden Shen had three points each, but um, everyone else had less. So except for Matthew Kachuk and Konechny. So yeah. not, uh, not a great week for Jeff. 
No. I'm on the bad side for manager Mitch. Uh, I couldn't really pick out any of the skaters as they did their jobs. In net, Shesterkin and Saros, uh, they did have the five starts with three wins, but uh, it was something like a four goals against and an 870 save percentage. So, um, I mean, it's pretty wild that he can get second in the prize banana with his two all-star goalies putting up that kind of stat line. Third, right? He was... Was he third? Brandon Sorry, and Matt, yeah, he might, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But I was surprised too. He had a great uh, offensive week, I think. Um, MVP, who'd you, who'd you go with here? I went with Timo. So did I. He was monster week. Can't deny it. Uh, and with that, we'll go on to the next matchup, which maybe had the most uh, controversy and intrigue in the, <laughs> in the final week. And this was between uh, manager Big Cat Vassy, that's manager Jags, versus uh, the rat squad and that's manager drew in what has become to be known as the sophomore bowl so jags falls to drew nine to three and that dashed his playoffs hopes um and he was not happy about it um (laughs) he he went for it near the trade deadline so i understand the frustration um he you know traded some draft picks and then realized that those draft picks were higher than he had kind of expected um and it just didn't end up paying out for him. So we love to see it, though. Hopefully he keeps the same energy into next year. And ultimately, he was outdone by an insane goalie week for Drew. Yeah. Like, Drew had an incredible goalie performance. Um, and yeah, both managers be looking to next season. Probably can't wait for the draft already. And the record in the coast in the sophomore bowl is two and two overall. And they were one and one this season. And Drew was fifth in the prize banana rankings, probably in large part to that goalie performance. And Jags was eighth um, at seven, three and one and three, seven and one respectively. Yeah. I think uh, Drew tied his, his best, best uh, prize banana finish in this final week here to deny Jags, which I love to see. Um, Looking at his good players before we get to the uh, aforementioned Starlings and Net, uh, Brock Nelson for two weeks in a row, four goals, three assists, uh, one power play point, 10 shots with 25 faceoff wins. Uh, Marchand had a pretty decent week, uh, three, go- three goals, two assists, uh, one power play point, 12 shots. And so did Patrick Kane, two goals, five assists, uh, two power play points, and 11 shots on goal. But uh, the real stars were in Net, Talbot, Quick, and Forsberg, um, I mean, Talbot and uh, Forsberg were prize banana or were strong players last week. While Quick wasn't, but he bounced back. They put up seven games started, five wins, a one seventy goals against, and a nine forty six save percentage. So, um, I don't think that's the best week we've seen, but it's a it's an unreal goalie week all the same. Yeah, that's I can only dream of those types of numbers. Oh, God. So it's very <laughs> impressive. Um, Forsberg's been quite the pickup. I think he's. Yeah. Uh, He'll be someone to watch for next year with Ottawa trending in the right direction. But um, we'll look at Jags' strong performers. And Sid the Kid did his best. Four games played, two goals, six assists, five power play points. Yeah, wowie. Uh, nine shots, 39 faceoff wins, two hits, and three blocks. Chris Kreider as well. He was one of the late-season acquisitions that came at a pretty penny. Um, three games played, three goals, three assists, plus three. One power play point, seven shots. Three face-off wins, three hits, and three blocks. You thought Marner's stat line had a lot of threes. <laughs> um, and Damon Severson as well. Two games, uh, or four games played, sorry. And two goals, two assists, plus one 
two power play points, eight shots, three hits, and two blocks. And on the weak side for manager Drew, um, while he only played the one game, I'm going to hold that against him as the rest of the old guys did well. Uh, Bergeron had the one assist and 11 shots, or sorry, 11 faceoffs, four shots. Good line, but uh, often injured. So we'll see if that's something to keep our eye on as he gets even older. And Sissons, who had a great week, but uh, really came back down to earth on the point side, uh, still put up the 40 faceoff wins, which I think is what he's there for. And Pareko is kind of the only one that actually had a bad week, minus two, uh, five shots and two blocks. And for Jags, it was Sean Corrali. Um, three games played, he was minus three, no points, three shots. He did have 31 faceoff wins and 12 hits, which is how he contributes. Kyle Palmieri for the Islanders, um, he was since dropped uh, in f- four games played. He just had one assist plus one, six shots, uh, one faceoff win, and three hits. And Shea Theodore, I almost said Jose Jose Theodore, but <laughs> Shea Theodore with in four games just the one assist minus one, ten shots and four blocks. So not much, not much help from those guys for Jags in his m- most desperate of times. Yeah, it's interesting that uh, Theodore and Chiktrin both had down years by their standards. Uh, we'll see if they can bounce back. Um, yeah, who 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 wasn't dropped? <laughs> That's Anyways, true. Um, MVP. Who'd you go with? I went with Talbot. Those Same numbers, Z's. yeah, just unreal. so good. Three games, three wins, a one thirty three and a nine fifty nine. He really shot. Leads us into our final matchup. The KFC and the BFG Bowl. Uh, was it, Did I get that right? I just found we that did. note from a while ago. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Um, another great matchup uh, with the winner getting that final all-important buy. Uh, unfortunately for manager Michael, a tie would not do. As uh, manager Matt with the real slim Brady was able to hold on to shots on goal with all four of their goalies sitting on the bench Sunday. Uh, yeah, manager, you, yours truly was sixth in the prize banana with a five, five and one record. And manager Michael with Nellia Spigelia was third. It's seven, two and two. Did I? Yeah. Oh, tied third with Mitch. Yeah. Tied, I oh, that's what it Mitch was. was yes, tied yeah. Third. yeah. That's, um, um, yeah. You improved two on one. Yeah, yep. I need to get that central data database registry up and going. Yeah, we do <laughs> need to be able to pull it from anywhere. Um, yeah, this was super tight. I mean, Michael messaged me on Sunday being like, I'm going to just you watch. I'm going to take plus minus and shots on goal. And <laughs> it was it was close. I love the confidence. Um, I'm, we'll get into my strong players, but I had I ended up putting up a lot more shots on Sunday than I thought I would. So that was uh, nice to see. But uh, looking at Michael's team as strong performers, start with Connor McDavid, who had seven assists in four games played. He was minus three, three power play points, nine shots, 35 faceoff wins, three hits, and three blocks. Kaprizov as well has just been on fire. He he was like, I I talk about this every time we talk about Kaprizov. He was (laughs) not sure about taking him in the draft. He's like, oh, did I take him too high? And I was like, man, I would have taken Kaprizov if he was there. Um, and cause he took them he must've taken him at the back of the second round since he led with McDavid. Um, um yeah, I think, I think he was his third round pick. Yeah. Well, they would have been back to back, right? Yeah. 
yeah, um, yeah. but yeah. thanks for the technicality mr gibson <laughs> i could be wrong I, I i can't remember who else who else would you take oh kachuk um yeah so yeah i guess it doesn't matter on the on the back they, yeah they went back, <laughs> they went back to back um and uh, anders lee as well another uh waiver wire pickup four games played he's been on fire along with brock nelson but four games played, two goals, five assists, plus one, two power play points, nine shots, two hits, and a block. They did everything they could, and it was just not quite enough to secure that buy. Yeah, I mean, I was always looking at the Islanders guys uh, pretty much after Olympic break because they had so many more games to go. But uh, they really didn't do much until the past couple weeks, so that's been good for them. Um, on your side, there was no shortage of strong players. We'll talk about Tomas Hurtle, Ninja Turtle, with one goal, four assists, uh, plus four with the one power play point. And uh, actually a pretty nice stat line here. Seven shots, 36 face-off wins, five hits, and six blocks. Nice to see it. Uh, Jack Hughes continues his strong play. Um, he'll be interesting to see how high he goes next year. Five goals, two assists. If he gets to the draft. If he gets to the draft, you heard it here first. I think we heard the rumor of this a couple episodes ago. Uh, but, uh, ooh, uh, who would he bump out? It would be, uh, I have be to Eichel? deliberate with my team. It would be quite, uh, no, I, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Stretch. it's It would be, Jack Hughes has been so good, and he's only going to get better. Um, I'm presumably. a little worried about his injury history. That's true, presumably. Yeah. Um, but I mean, based on the way that he's played, like if you just watch him out there, he looks like a, like he's going to be incredible. Like he's yeah. so slippery. I remember and his so like uh, takeover takeaway stats were unreal or something like that. It was like it was just zone entries too. Um, yeah, he's incredible yeah. zone entries. Like his his skating and his hands are just wild. And the Devils are on the up and up. But anyway, I've just I've thought about it. <laughs> Let me say I've th- <laughs> it's, it's crossed my mind in the past. Yeah. Uh, He's really been doing his best to change my mind in the last couple weeks. Well, uh, then it, he might not make it out of the fourth round if uh, Manager Matt still has uh, you have your pick. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, Vander Kane, three goals, minus three, but uh, his big one was 11 shots with 24 hits. Uh, pretty wild. Debrinkat with three goals, three assists, plus six, one power play point, 14 shots. And then in net, Allen and Demko did you well with five wins, or sorry, five starts, two wins, uh, probably what a two hundred five or two hundred fifty goals against, and like a nine forty save percentage. So um, you didn't have to imagine too hard for some better numbers. Yeah, that's true. I got uh, Jake Allen has been a bit of a godsend over the last couple weeks. So hopefully Carey Price stays on the shelf. <laughs> Otherwise I'm going to be in real trouble. I'm already in trouble. My goal is so bad. <laughs> anyway, I'm just sitting here in the bye, just cowering. But um, the weak performers for Michael's team, um, it pretty much came down to who didn't shoot and who didn't get, uh, who was a negative for him. So um, we'll start with Marcus Felino. Where is he? Um, he was plus two, but he only had one assist, no shots, uh, one face-off win and 13 hits and four blocks. And there wasn't a chance, uh, you know, a snowball's chance in hell that Michael was winning hits. So he needed those <laughs> shots. Um, Justin Falk as well, minus four, uh, six shots, two hits and seven blocks in f- three games played. And I hate to pick on Nylander, but just one goal minus two, 
Um, it was on the power play, that goal, uh, nine shots, a hit and two blocks. So would have liked a slightly stronger performance, um, out of those guys. And on your side, um, we'll talk about two trade acquisitions here. Uh, Eichel in, I believe two games played pointless minus one, just the 10 shots on goal and zero faceoff wins. Am I reading that right? Yeah, he's been playing on the wing since his injury. Apparently his injury is impacting his ability to take face-offs. Ah, okay. Um, that's what I've read. So it's not um, like, a, oh, I'm better at goddamn not be a permanent thing. But um, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, and I, I should say I sat him for the his two second games where he got, um, yeah, or he had, he had a, yeah, a goal and two, two goals and an assist. Yeah. Um, so. And Svetch, the other acquisition, I think in two games uh had the one assist minus one uh came on the power play four shots but just the three hits uh so you're hoping he can put up some bigger numbers there even if he's not putting in the points and carter hart net two games started zero wins a 502 goals against and an 875 save percentage yeah you love to see it from carter hart that is he does what he does and he does it well (laughs) Sucks at goalie, but um, <laughs> yes. And I should say, uh, in fairness to Sveshnikov, I sat him on Saturday and he scored two goals with six shots and three hits. So yeah, um, not without just some, I, I, it's tough to sit your studs, but it's so tempting when they're not playing well and other people are going to get you more, um, more guaranteed output. I was trying to get face-off wins from Michael and I know not, neither of those two, um, at least Eichel didn't appear to be taking face off and Svechnikov typically doesn't. But uh, anyways, uh, long way to say MVP, who, who'd you go with? I treated this as a win for you, but I think he Me was too. the strongest player in the matchup regardless. I went with uh, Mr. Jack Hughes. And I was between Hughes and the person I settled on for MVP, who was Debrinkat. Um, oh. he had, he was plus six on the week, which was huge for me. Um, and just a couple sure. less shots, which was still very important. So, but that, uh, I just gave it to him for the plus six edge. Um, but both were really, both were really good. Um, it's always, it was surprising to see a player on the Blackhawks and the devils go pl- combined plus nine, but, uh, um, we'd love to see it. Indeed. So that that's it. That is our recap for week 22. Uh, regular seasons in the books and the books have a lot of numbers. I know you guys have been probably missing the drama and the uh, controversy of the power rankings. So I'm going to throw some stats at you and some narratives to see if I can stir the pot again. Um, I know a lot of you guys were asking on how many prize bananas everybody won. And that is an excellent question. But wait, Steele, we've got so much more knowledge here. Um, I uh, tabulated everybody's win-loss tie records to see if we could get a, a better better pitcher. And I think it was pretty, pretty accurate here. So coming in last was Danny with uh, 155. Um, and he had three finishes uh in uh, with a winning percent three weeks with a winning percentage i just found out where i wrote down all my stats so if this Wait, is when you say easier, 155 he's got a 155 winning percentage so no 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 so he's got so there's three stats here so he's got 155 points on the season if you get two oh, points okay, for a okay. win one point for a tie okay and he's got three weeks where he had a winning percentage so 
155 points. Yeah, because we played wins, a twenty. We two... played twenty-two weeks. Oh, for a category. Sorry. Yeah, okay. for a category. For, oh, no, okay. not not okay. for a category. Sorry, but for your your weekly record. So, say if you were nine one and one against the league, that would be you get, nineteen points. Yeah, eighteen points. Yeah, eight, okay, eighteen okay, plus it. the one for the tie. Sorry, yeah, if that exactly. Wasn't clear. No, so I thought Danny, you were talking about like the record, and I was like, "Oh, Danny got two wins as 155 <laughs> points." We like to make people feel good over here. <laughs> yeah, so that Danny Danny was uh, at the very bottom of the league with 155 points, but uh, looking strong at the end. He had the three weeks uh, with a winning percentage and the two prize bananas. Um, Jeff was a close 11th with 157 points. He had four weeks. Uh, at uh, with a winning percentage and also two prize bananas. Uh, then we had manager Ryan with 166 points, so still not a whole bunch of separation there. But he had five weeks uh, in a, with a winning percentage, just the one prize banana. I guess I should ask you: you got any thoughts on who's coming up next? Oh well, I mean, I feel like you're I feel like you're leading me right into it, where I am probably at sixth or seventh. Um, but it's it's manager Drew. I just I just felt like I was talking a lot. But so we'll go with manager Drew. No, you well, you, I don't have any stats in front of me. I I'm, hear you. I'm... I hear you. Um, manager Drew, 171 points, uh, four weeks with a winning percentage. That's zero prize banana. Uh, manager Neil, the 193 with a six and one, so six uh, strong weeks and one prize banana. And uh, then we get to our seventh spot, so our final non-playoff team. And it was manager That's Jake, me. so it was oh, six really? for six. Yeah, the and it was here. So he had two eighteen. Uh, so some more separation from Neil at one ninety three with eight winning weeks and one prize banana. But then six comes you with two hundred and sixty points. So um, a big jump, pretty big gap there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty distinct with that. This playoff group, you had twelve weeks with a winning percentage with the zero prize banana. So. Um, I guess it wasn't as bad of a season as you thought, eh? I didn't never thought it was a bad season. Yeah, I, was, I was winning. I, mean, you, you I just uh, <laughs> I just thought I was like, when's the other shoe gonna fall? I was like thinking yeah. about who I'm gonna trade because I thought my team was just not they just weren't performing very well. Um I, but they've had their good weeks. It's just uh anyways, yeah, that's my I thoughts on it. I've been and very then, transparent uh, through the whole season. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was right in front, right ahead of you at 263, uh, also with 12 oh weeks, but the one prize banana. Uh, manager, we, we were all kind of in a group here, and manager Michael managed to have a bigger jump at the end, uh, 285 points, also with 12 weeks with his three prize bananas. And then uh, can you take a guess who's, who's coming in number three? I'll say Brendan. No, it was manager Mitch, 325. So okay. quite the big I thought gap. you were, t- I was, Mitch was the logical answer. And you were like, <laughs> hey, who's coming in at three? I want to just bait you for, <laughs> I should have, I, I should have, I should know what I should get for trying to ruin your punchline. <laughs> <laughs> With 16 uh, winning weeks and two prize bananagers. And can you guess number two? Oh, no, now I'm, now I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, it's got to be, it's got to be Matt T. It's manager Brendan. Three hundred and forty-seven points, uh, sixteen weeks as well with a winning percentage and that five prize banana, which leaves uh, Matt T. Uh, Three hundred sixty-two points, eighteen weeks. So he only had what four weeks that he wasn't in uh, with you know a winning percentage. Pretty wild. 
uh, that five prize bananas as well. Um, I liked, I like to see that, uh, from that metric, the top six made it, um, you got any, any thoughts? Yeah. It's interesting that the top three are in the same side of the bracket. Yeah. It's um, a, it's a stacked side. So that's, you know, Brendan with the buy Matt T and Mitch playing right now. And then you got us, um, in the, so it'd be interesting to see, um, how well one of you, Michael or myself can hold up against whoever comes out of the top half. I just say top yeah, half because that's I the way you. I see it on Yahoo. Not because, <laughs> but yeah, that's what that's, it'll be interesting to see. I, I indeed, indeed. And as with always, uh, when it's a head to head league, you always bring in, um, some, uh, some schedule controversy or in terms of, you know, people having easier schedules than others. Um, uh, in terms of top finishes, you know, they were lined up right right along with uh, our top six, but the hardest schedule went to manager Matt T. Um, yeah, I think that second, having Brendan come to at the end really helped. And then uh, I was right behind him. Jeff and Drew were tied right behind me, uh, Danny and Mitch. And the easiest schedule belonged to, can you take a guess? I would guess me. And you would guess wrong. Uh, it was oh. manager manager Brendan actually ended up with the easiest schedule. Uh, you and Neil were tied behind him, uh, and then Michael, Ryan, and Jake. So uh, interesting to see there. Um, yeah, there, there's a clear top three it looked like, and then a a pretty clear you know four, five, six. So uh, we'll we'll see if the non playoff teams can can shake it up next season. And I think they, I mean, I think they will next season. I agree. Yeah. <clears throat> like it's, it's the league has become so, uh, there's so much activity and involvement and like, there's no, you know, gone are the days of being able to just pick someone up off the waiver wire. You have to be like on Twitter or on the score when they <laughs> say there's an update and then you get, you race to try and pick them up. And it's, uh, it's, it's pretty, um, I don't know if cutthroat's the right word, but you know, everyone is very diligent in their management so um it's, yeah, it ain't it, no it's talk good league, good for the for league sure. i love it yeah that's exactly. great um yeah i mean uh we'll see if the neil and danny can break that streak uh Connor mcdavid hadn't played an nhl game uh the last time these guys these guys made playoffs so <laughs> um <laughs> we'll uh we'll hope they can change it here uh thanks for listening to all those numbers i'm sure you all followed along with uh, rapt attention, uh, but we let's 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 do a look ahead here in our first week of the playoffs. Yeah, well, we'll start with um, yours truly, Manager Steele sneaking into the sixth spot versus Nellius Begelia, who finished third overall in the season. Um, and it's it's Thursday when we're looking at this, so um, and I know Michael Michael already had a, a bit of an outburst about his games played, and he was like, "I've only got forty seven games played or so, forty five. What am I supposed to, like? How could I compete with that?" And like, he sent me a screenshot, um, and he had, I guess he had just posted about it in the in the um, the group chat, and then like I looked and I was like, ah, "No, it says he has sixty three. And he's like, oh, "Okay, that's good." I just thought that was funny. It was like I would be panicked too, but I mean, I know enough to just close the yahoo app and come back in because it never <laughs> behaves properly uh, that is too funny yeah yeah i pictured it very much as uh you know somebody who's very enthusiastic about the league and 
nervous about his first playoff show in trying to put it on a good good performance for the boys um yeah i i you know of course me i I built my very intricate statistical model and of course it projected a win for myself uh in a very close matchup (laughs) of course (laughs) and And, it's tied uh, right now it is tied right now um i i do think i uh i will take the win no surprise there um yeah we both used three of our ads so we just have one left Unfortunately, Keegan Colsar got injured the day I added him to get me a bunch of hits. But uh, I trust my team to hopefully come out here. Of course, Jake McCabe hasn't... Uh, I don't need your two shots. I need hits and blocks, buddy. Um, but anyways, yeah, uh, my goalies got absolutely lit up on Monday. Uh, I was talking with you guys whether I should start yeah. Veg Malka against Veg Malka. Edmonton. And... Uh, I was I, I I had a benched until Vanasek got shit on, so I was like, oh well, more the merrier. Yeah, um, there's no I'll, point. I'll in go that. for those game starts. Yeah, although Shalgren has led in two in the first period against Winnipeg, so um, yeah, you have you have a hope. Um, for well, you always have a hope. There's lots of time left. Um, yeah, you've got the games played advantage here. Um, it is close though. It's, it's so gonna, close. Like. It's really close already. Like hits are within one, blocks are tied. Um, like everything is within, except for faceoff wins, is within is less than ten. Um, all very very close. It could be if Michael, if Shogren doesn't get lit up tonight, and Michael can get some help from, um, you know, Flurry and the rest of his goalies. Well, it might Flurry, be tougher. Flurry's only going to have the one game. Leonard might be back, so that will be good for him. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, well, Flurry's playing tonight. Is he not? Is Talbot no, already Tal- starting? Talbot, on? Yeah, Talbot's Talbot's confirmed starter. Oh, Talbot's confirmed for tonight. Okay, well there yeah. you go. So um, he'll, he'll have one of the back to back, presumably Flurry will, and yeah. Calgren will have two, and Leonard might have two. So yeah, uh, Campbell has been skating, so they'll. I'm not sure when he's going to come back, but the Leafs are in dire straits for a goalie after Mrazek going down. Like that is just yeah, the worst timing. A yeah, I um I can't chicken out and pick a tie here because there's a well I guess I could but there would be it would be a bad way to go um to have the playoff series um decide the outcome but uh, yeah I mean I'll st- I'll stick with you it'll be we had a <laughs> yeah, we had wow, a good matchup in the Matthew. well but man it's cl- it's, it's going to be <laughs> close <laughs> there's nothing if anything like the. The, the goalie numbers for of yours scare me away a little bit, but the, the I always love the games played, so that's what I'm going to go on. I hear you. Yeah, it will be it will be close. Uh, interesting to see. Um, we'll take a look at the other side of the bracket, bracket where uh, you could definitely say was the bra- the side of death. I don't know if that's a that's a thing in hockey, but manager mitch with Rafi rockets taking on manager matt pop or poppy with stash poppy uh, <laughs> manager mitch is having a pretty torrid start he was up big now it's down to eight two but uh man 100 face-off wins already to his 59 to match matt's 59 so um who i i, I got aside with uh, manager mitch here he's had a great goalie start as well yeah i mean yeah, how do you not how do you not side with him at this like the way that his team has started off? Like he's also got ten games on Matt, which is really tough. Um, ten games played, so like 
yeah, I don't know how does he even have a hundred faceoff wins? It's only Thursday. Like the Thursdays yeah. or Thursdays and games Thursday have barely even started, played yet. Yeah. So that is pretty crazy. I guess he had early weeks from Kopitar, Stahl, and um Sheru and O'Reilly had yeah, yeah, O'Reilly had they each had two games. Um so that'll do that. Matt T's really missing Boone Jenner right now, I think. And Bo Horvat's day to day as well. So his face off win totals are in jeopardy and be a really tough way for him to go out by Mitch just uh you know burning a hole through the matchup like he, his numbers right now would be I'm I'm sure they'd be on track for prize banana ranks like regular season like yeah. anyways I, yeah I'm gonna go with Mitch here too but I you know uh a moment of si- not yet we can't moment of silence Matt T yet he's <laughs> he's got games to play but um, Mitch is looking like a force, so I'd be curious to see how it ends up. Hopefully, it gets closer at least. Yeah, no, it. Uh, I I won't. I can't count out a, a strong team like Manager Matt yet, but uh, Manager Mitch has got to be pleased as punch uh, for his start. I forgot Manager Matt Poppy had a message for the league uh, for his rivalry week. He was like, "To Bren Cheese Olson, you step into the road, and if you don't keep your feet." There's no knowing where you might be swept off to. Best of luck, friend. P.S. You need to pass to me more in hockey. So uh, <laughs> I guess manager Brendan uh, is is being a bit of a puck hog, uh, which I think is normally manager Matt Poppy's role. So well, who knows how accurate it is. But, I was going to uh, say, maybe it's the puck hog just wanting the puck. <laughs> <laughs> it, it certainly could be that. Uh, he's definitely looked me off many a times in Chell, uh, but that's life. Uh, yeah, so I, I think manager Mitch got a, obviously a strong lead here. He'll uh, look to face off versus manager Brendan if he can hold on, whereas I will be looking to set up a finals reset or re- rematch uh, with the yours truly bowl. See if uh, see how far my luck can take me. And apparently, <laughs> <laughs> statistical uh, luck. But uh, now the I'm ready. I'm just uh, trying to figure out who I'm going to get as my last defenseman. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I can I can wait to see if there's any panic drops um, or tough drops. At yeah, the end there'll of probably this week. be some tough tough drops from uh, manager Matt um, and manager me and manager Mike. Oh. <laughs> manager me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah good uh good matchups hopefully this one between mitch and matt gets a bit closer but like it's eight two and matt t's two categories are shots on goal by three and blocks by one so it's like it's he's got his work cut out for him he does indeed uh my final note just want to thank rat squad that's my mouse noise uh for the, for the, <laughs> my rat noise for the the big win over big Cat Vassy, that's my dying cat noise. So, uh, it it was uh, you know Nelly Spaghetti appreciates it, and uh, you know Jags, if you're ever feeling down, just uh, say Nelly Spaghetti to yourself because that's just uh, how the world goes sometimes. I'm sure he'll be thrilled if he <laughs> reminds himself oh, of Nelly his, Spaghetti uh, of his playoff loss I, yeah and then we yeah there was the there was the the rage drop of everyone who <laughs> was in sight so um but jags has apologized for his behavior 
and um, that's all been taken care of. It's all water under the bridge. Yeah, the league is stronger for it. But uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in. It's been a fantastic regular season. I'm sure our playoffs will, uh, you know, bring lots of action and excitement. Uh, congratulations to those managers who did make playoffs, and best of luck to you, as well as best of luck to all our non-playoff managers. Uh, we hope to see you in the dance next year. Yep, and we'll be back uh, next week to review the playoff matchups that have already happened and look forward to the semifinals, so it should be exciting. Semifinals are exciting. All right, everybody, have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>